Thank you very much. It's not easy to be the last speaker when you've been here for several hours and having been preceded by Barbara Bush and Colin Powell and all of the other speakers who have spoken so well about the challenges of the 21st century that you will face. But I've had some help in your seeing this video so really what I might say is probably going to be anticlimactic. There's nothing that can top an excerpt from Martin's I Have a Dream speech. I want to thank the planning committee of the Academy of Achievers for playing that for you as young people. I'm sure many of you have seen excerpts of the I Have a Dream speech. You probably studied it in your classes and other speeches of Martin. But each time you hear it, I think it gives you that same special kind of feeling. The kind of America that we want to see for our children, <clears throat> the kind of America that we are still trying to build. It's what Martin talked about in that speech. And I hope that all of you will dream big dreams, dream impossible dreams, and work throughout the rest of your lives to fulfill those dreams because success is a lifetime's struggle and achievement. And when I mean by success, I think I'm talking about the quality of your life, not how much money you accumulate, not how many degrees you earn, not how many awards you receive, not how much you're seen on television, or whether you become the president of the United States. It is the quality of your life that's important. As a young person trying to determine what I was going to do with my life, I somehow always felt that life had a purpose and that each life had a purpose. And as a teenager, I started seeking for my purpose in life. I believe that if one sought and found the purpose for one's life, that one could be fulfilled, one could be happy, and one would make a contribution to better the lives of others. And as I continued through high school and into college, And on, after college, it was in Boston that I met Martin Luther King, Jr. I thought I had found a purpose for my life, but I knew it always would be that I had to give something back because I grew up in a segregated society, totally segregated. And my education was separate but never equal until after I went to college. 
So I knew I had to work much harder than most people in order to achieve my goals because I believe you have to be the best that you can possibly be, get the best education and training and exposure that you can possibly have, and at the same time find that purpose and follow it. After I was married and we had gone to Montgomery and we found ourselves in the forefront of a movement and after our house was bombed, my first child was when she was about two and a half months old and both sets of parents, mine and Martin, were pulling on us to come to where it was safer, either at my home in Marion, Alabama for me and my baby, or to Atlanta where Martin's parents were. And of course, we chose to stay in Montgomery because we felt that we were part of a worldwide struggle that was, that was connected any oppression anywhere in the world, we were somehow connected to it. I had that sense back in 1955, 56, a few days after the bombing, and I had to do a lot of soul searching. And I remember feeling that now I know why Martin chose Montgomery, now I know why we came back south to the cradle of the Confederacy. We are supposed to be here. It's a great feeling of satisfaction you get when you sense that you are in the right place at the right time and that we were chosen. I felt chosen as well. And I look back on the path that I had taken to Antioch College from high school in Marion, Alabama went to Boston, New England Conservatory of Music. And all the time I realized I had been preparing for the leadership role and the co-worker, partner, wife, mother, civil rights, human rights activist that I was becoming, was and was becoming. And it was a tremendous feeling of satisfaction. And I said, what a privilege. What a privilege it is to be a part of a struggle that's bigger than we are, that we don't know where it's going, but we know that it's moving toward bringing about greater justice, equality, peace, freedom for all people. And so I say to young people, you young people, as you're preparing your life and your life's career, make sure that you choose well in your profession and, and see it, whatever it is, as a service to improve the human condition. I believe this is possible no matter what choice you make. 
Martin Luther King Jr. is remembered by one of his sermons, which was preached about two months before his assassination, called The Drum Major Instinct. He talked about how he wanted to be remembered. And very often, when I'm in being interviewed, uh, the interviewer will say, how do you want to be remembered, Mrs. King? And I found it difficult to say how I want to be remembered. But Barbara, as I get older, I guess I have to start thinking about it. You have to think about what your legacy is going to be. But Martin Luther King Jr. said, I'd like to be remembered as one who tried to love and serve humanity. Don't talk about the fact that I have a PhD degree and all the other awards and honorary degrees that I have. Don't even talk about the fact that I have a Nobel Peace Prize. That's not important. All I want you to say is that Martin Luther King Jr. tried to love and serve humanity. I tried to be right on the war question. I tried to visit those who were in prison. I tried to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked. Those are the things that Martin Luther King Jr. wanted to be remembered by. So I hope <clears throat> that as we have listened to all of the wonderful speakers today, and there has been a number who've talked about the service, I believe under, un, that, that underlying everything that has been said, there was also that message as well. It seems to me that the greatest contribution you can make and the greatest gift that you can give is of yourself. And when you give to others, and I like what General Powell said about not just the money, that's very important, we have to have, but give of yourself. And I hope that each one of you will, if you've not already started doing it, and I'm sure you have, that you will start from this moment forward to give, start giving something back, even in small ways. And if you do that, you will be fulfilled and you will be happy. Thank you.